0: Sam Bankman-Fried might have just cashed out between $680,000 and $1.5 million worth of funds that were in Alameda research accounts. This is according to research put out on Twitter by Bo Tiguano. Now, Sam Bankman-Fried is currently under house arrest. He's out on a $250 million bail bond, and he's prohibited from spending more than $1,000 without court approval. Unsurprisingly, Sam Bankman-Fried has denied the accusations. So what exactly is going on here? Well according to Boteed Guana, did disgraced crypto funder, Sam Bankman-Fried, just cash out $684,000 to a crypto exchange in the seashells, while under house arrest. His release conditions are that he did not spend more than $1,000 without permission from the court. Now other outlets have put this figure at $1.5 million, it really depends upon exactly which accounts you are lumping together here, but regardless of whether it's $680,000 1.5 1.5 million dollars. It is still a bad sign, albeit one that Sam Bankman-Fried has denied. I should note. After Sam Bankman-Fried was released, his wallet sent all its remaining crypto tokens to a new Ethereum address created just an hour earlier. In three hours, over 100 new deposits were made to this wallet from various addresses, most having links to SBF's defunct hedge fund, Alameda Research. In less than four hours, 578 worth approximately $684,000 was transferred out of this new wallet to various destinations. Funds were sent to a know-your-client exchange based in the seashells and to a Bitcoin network via the RAND protocol, a bridge funded by Alameda. All Ethereum from SBF's public wallet went to a newly created address, which within hours received transfers totaling $367,000 from 32 known Alameda research wallets. Plus 322000 from other wallets, all sent to a seashells centralized exchange or the Ren Bitcoin Bridge. One wallet sent $629,000 to this other wallet, which received a further $1 million from 11 wallets labeled as Alameda Research. And this is where we're getting that $1.5 million figure from. Five separate transactions of less than 51 ETH were used to move funds to a newly created wallets and then onwards to a seashells based exchange. Three transfers. Of 200,000 USDT were also sent from Sam Bankman Fried's linked wallet to the fixed float exchange. Now, Sam Bankman Fried has, of course, denied this. On Twitter, he noted None of these transactions are me. I'm not and couldn't be moving these funds. I don't have access to them anymore. I believe it is likely the case that various legitimate legs of FTX have the ability to access these funds. Hopefully, that is what is happening here. If not, hopefully, one steps in soon to do so. I would be happy to help advise the regulators on this if they wanted. And Sam Bankman-Fried links to an article by Cointelegraph talking about these transactions. Now, SBF has denied the accusations. However, Sam Bankman-Fried's credibility is just a little bit in doubt. After all, Caroline Ellison, who is running Alameda Research, pled guilty to seven fraud-related offenses, and her testimony reveals wholesale fraud at FTX and Alameda Research. Similarly, Gary Wang, who co-funded FTX, pled guilty to four fraud fraud-related offences. So we shouldn't be taking SBF's comments at face value. Nevertheless, we can think about the costs and benefits of doing these transactions to Sam Bankman-Fried. Now, the main cost to SBF if he were to do these is it would make him look incredibly bad at court. It was inevitable he would be found out if these transactions were to be done. After all, he's under intense scrutiny. Not just from bankruptcy lawyers, not just from prosecutors, but also from the general public. Anyone who lost money at FTX might be interested in whether Sam Bankman-Fried is moving money around. So it was clear this was going to be discovered. This would then make life significantly worse for him at the court proceedings. After all, if he's trying to move money out of his own wallets and cash it out in an overseas location through a no-know-your-client exchange, then it would make it look like he A, has no contrition, B, has no remorse, and C, is trying to stymie and obfuscate what is going on at the court. This would make the penalty significantly worse for him if he were to be found guilty. However, the cost might not actually be that relevant. The reason I say that is if he is facing 100 years plus in prison, then what is another 10 years to him? What is another 20 years? If he is already going to die in prison, then what is another couple of years onto that sentence? Sam bankman fried might think at this time that the case is so lost that is going to spend so much time in prison that at this point, what does it matter to him? And that might be what is going on through his mind if he is actually behind these transactions. The benefit to him of doing these transactions is to some extent legacy or family related. If he can get the $680,000 to $1.5 million out of these accounts, he can then transfer it to his family or friends or whomever he wants. And he can therefore benefit other individuals he particularly wants to benefit rather than benefiting FTX's clients, if he were to be doing these transactions. And of course, at this stage, I want to emphasize SBF has denied that he is behind them. We can also think about alternative explanations. After all, it is incredibly baffling that Alameda Research's accounts were accessible and that funds could just disappear from them. However, it seems they did, and they went to to wallets linked to Sam Bankman-Fried. Now, it's possible that someone else had discovered the private keys to SBF's wallets and were able to co-opt them for their own purpose and therefore a third party had used his wallets to cash out the funds. These private keys might have been hacked, they might have been discovered because FTX was notoriously lax with security, or Sam Bankman-Fried might have given them to an actor that he thought was friendly, and therefore while he was not technically controlling it, some other third party was. At this point, we can only speculate. However, what we can infer from this is it is a trash bar. It's clear that the money should not have been leaving Alameda Research at this point. Because Alameda is going under bankruptcy proceedings. FTX is also going through bankruptcy proceedings. And you would think, therefore, they should take steps to properly secure these. This is especially the case since the CEO of Alameda has admitted to fraud. The co-founder of FTX has admitted to fraud. Sam bankman fried has been charged with and is out on bail for allegations of fraud that carry an incredibly long jail term. So clearly, steps should have been taken to properly secure these funds, and to properly ensure that nefarious actors, whether SBF or otherwise, were not able to access any of these funds, they should ultimately be going back to customers. Of course, this is just one of many oddities that FTX customers are dealing with at the moment. For example, Bahamas regulators recently seized $3.5 billion worth of FTX's crypto assets for safekeeping. Now, to be fair here, those assets being frozen, kept under lock and key, so to speak, is better than them being frittered away in myriad other wallets, some of which might be linked to Sam Bankman Freed. However, it does beg some other questions. For example, whose safekeeping are they holding it for? Is it for customers? And if so, which customers will take priority in their eyes? Is it those in the spot trading account, or is it just for all customers? Or are they going to consider Alameda's lenders? Or alternatively, is this money going to be kept for the penalties they might be imposing upon FTX and Alameda research? in which case they're keeping the money under safekeeping for themselves. That remains to be seen. It also remains to be seen how actively they cooperate with the bankruptcy proceedings going on in the United States. The whole FTX debacle has also had on-floor effects as well. For example, FTX going under has had effects on Genesis, which in turn affects Gemini, and that's currently being worked through. Digital Surge, an Australian-based cryptocurrency exchange, has also suffered from this, going under and then proposing a restructuring plan which may or may not ultimately get off the ground. FDX failing also halted the bailout of BlockFi. It's created a whole lot of onflow effects and it still remains to be seen exactly when that last domino will fall and when the contagion will stop spreading. But in any case, these transfers, the cashing out of the between 680000 and $1.5 million worth of currency is really quite troubling and is something that the regulators that are overseeing this bankruptcy proceeding probably need to get more on top of.